This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. You know, they said this fight could never be made. They said this fight would never happen. But if you give it some thought, it really is no surprise. Ten years ago, Floyd Mayweather decided to leave his promoter. He bought his way out, he became his own boss. This is Floyd's plan to do the biggest, most memorable, most exciting, most spectacular events that sports have ever seen. That's what August 26th will be, and that's been the plan all along. He will be unconscious inside four rounds. This isn't a true fight. If this was a true fight, it wouldn't even take one round. 12-time world champion, five different weight classes, the highest paid athlete in all sports. Floyd Money Mayweather! I'm gonna stay at the top, do what I want to, because when you speak boxing, you're speaking Mayweather. Let's not kid ourselves here who the big star is at this show. We've got me, a slick, handsome Irish kid, and has climbed to the top of the game quicker than anyone else has done it. We are less than two weeks away from Mayweather McGregor, what many are calling the richest fight of all time. I've got doubts, you know, Nick. I've got doubts. Me too now. I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm uh, thinking about today's show um, and just the negativity that's kind of around, the hardcore negativity where people are going, I ain't buying it, I ain't buying it. Especially with social media being what it is today compared to what it was previously, I think a lot of people may go, you know what, I'm going to swerve it and when I get up in the morning, I'll have a look. Because they, they're convinced it's going to be a swift knockout anyway. Mm. I don't know whether it's going to break five million no more. I don't think it's going to beat Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah. Uh, and the reason that I think that is exactly what, uh, what where you've just gone there. But also... Uh, because of the amount of money that is being charged in the United States for this, at $100 to mm-hmm. grasp this in HD, it's on at a reasonable time of evening over there. Uh, and there's a lot of bars offering cover charges at $10. Come here, pay 10 bucks, turn up, you can come and watch the fight, of which I think a lot of fans may do. And therefore that might affect the amount of pay-per-view buys because people won't be doing this at home like they did with the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Yeah, but then obviously they're charging $100 though, aren't they, as well? And how much is it for a bar? You know, the bars must be pretty extortionate. So the the numbers may well it may well may well may well not cap what was it, four point six for Pacquiao? Well officially I've got here four point four, but there's loads of different figures. Four mm-hmm. five, four six, four seven, but officially it says here four four. Yeah. So it may not do four, but there may actually be more eyes on the prize. And don't forget as well, you've got the whole UFC fan base, which we've never spoke about buying a pay-per-view before. And it is people who just watch UFC, so and they are going to buy it. So uh, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. Um, I would like it to break it just because, you know, it's cool, isn't it? You want to keep, you want to keep raising the bar. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, now it's getting close. I think my ass has gone a little bit with him a bit like, oh, no, it ain't going to do Pacquiao numbers, surely. And especially with the venue not being sold out yet, you can still get tickets, official tickets as well. We're not talking black market. We're not talking yeah. tout stuff. You could still go and buy a ticket from Ticketmaster for the official venue at the T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, which is bonkers. Um, but then they're nowhere near the ring tickets, are they? They're God's no. tickets. Um, but even so. Yeah, it, it, it is. 
but then it's extortionist, isn't it? The price is absolutely of course. ridiculous, you know, and um, they must have realised that when they did it. It's just the fact that it's going to be celebrity 10 deep at ringside. Does it really matter? They'll sell. It'll sell out. You know, in the next two weeks, you will get, you know, most of Ireland looking to, you know what, I'm going to go. <laughs> you know, he's just like, Connor's, I'm convinced he's going to do it. I've got to be there. I mm. want to be there. I'm going to go. It will mm. sell out. It will be a sellout. I'm convinced of that. But uh, when you price it the way you have, you've already completely alienated your hardcore boxing fan. You've got your UFC fan that isn't a fan of boxing and maybe doesn't want to taste it. And then you've got the people somewhere in between who are just a bit like, how much? But as it gets closer, everyone will be watching this fight. Um, this whole episode, part five, is catered towards the business side of not just necessarily fight sports, of how we actually consume pay-per-view, because it's not always been about, and you'll hear people talk about fights in the past from the 60s and the 70s that gross 30 million people watching particular fights. Well, of course, if it's on free-to-air television, then you're going to get more eyes on the prize. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about pay-per-view uh, to start off uh, today's episode. Um, how many times... Uh, does Floyd Mayweather appear in the top 10 pay-per-view buys of all time? And that, and when I say that, I mean pay-per-view buys, not just necessarily boxing. Biggest it, numbers. UFC's in there, wrestling's in there, everything's in there. What is, what, where is he at when it comes to the top 10? How many times does he appear in the top 10? Uh, I'm going to go Mosley, Maidana, Pacquiao, De La Hoya, Canelo. Of all time? Yeah, the, yeah. The top ten. How many, right how many is that? Is that six? Have you done six there? I reckon that's six. You've gone OTT. Oh, right. Okay. Right. He, right. He is. He appears three times in the okay. top ten all-time pay-per-views of all time. Pacquiao, yep. Canelo, yep. De La Hoya. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a different order, though. It's Pacquiao, 4.4 million official buys, which generated $400 million worth of revenue. Um, Oscar De La Hoya was 2.4 million buys, which generated $136 million. Mm-hmm. Um, but generating more money... Canelo at 150 million um, off 2.2 million buys. So obviously they boosted the price for the Canelo fight. So yep. he appears three times in the top 10. All three are the top three. So he right. is the main the man. Yeah, he's the, le- he's the leader. How many times do you reckon McGregor appears in that top 10? Uh, uh, once, maybe. Diaz, two. Diaz 2 appears in the top 10, mm-hmm. as does the Eddie oh, Alvarez fight. Okay. So UFC 202 and UST 205, his last two appearances, point, uh, I'd like to point out, yeah. appear in the top 10. Jose Aldo's fight is 11th. Okay. So he just narrowly just missed out. misses out. So the thing to pick up on there then is the fact that you could argue, you could argue that Mayweather needs the right dance partner to make massive numbers. Uh, listen, I know he's top three, but there he needs no the argument. right dance partner. I don't partner. think there is an argument. You're absolutely Whereas McGregor, right. Alvarez, you know, that didn't have the Nate Diaz build-up, everything. For him to do that, that means that McGregor alone drives the pay-per-view in my mind. And that's the point I was yes. uh, attempting to make with that, because you are 100% right. The Pacquiao fight, the Oscar De La Hoya fight. I mean, Oscar De La Hoya appears on a couple of occasions with Felix. Uh, his mm-hmm. Felix Trinidad fight appears in this top 10. So Oscar De La Hoya's in there anyway. Yeah. Uh, so him being the right dance partner for Floyd generates those numbers, whereas McGregor seems to be able to do this on his own. Yeah, exactly. Which is why the big interest around this fight, will it break it? Now, I'd read somewhere, obviously, building up to this fight, we all we were all waxing lyrical when it got announced, and me as well, it was like, this is going to be the first billion-dollar fight in, in, this, in history. We went crazy on it, didn't and, we? But then people are coming to me now going, why were you so off? Why were you saying billion-dollar fight? Like, you know, Mayweather versus Pacquiao only did four, five hundred million. No, that was... That's not true. Mayweather-Pacquiao 
in America with American pay-per-view buys and American TV money did four to five hundred million. Yes, absolutely. But in a global gross, yeah. they reckon it was near a nine hundred million. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is why and this is where these we're figures, saying this is a billion dollar. Fight. This is where these figures become confusing because later on in the show we will talk about uh, pay-per-view buys in the UK and how it's all come in. Um, but. Who do you reckon is the top boy when it comes to pay-per-view buys in that top 10? Who appears the most amount of times? If I'm telling you that it's not Connor and it's not Floyd, who appears most? Oh, wow. And this is all sports? All of sports. You've got um, boxing, UFC, oh, wrestling, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> it's, is it Brock Lesnar? Brock, Rez- Brock Lesnar does appear, but he's not the number one. Okay. Mm, Brock Lesnar's UFC fight with Frank Mir is the fifth most grossing on pay-per-view. Jesus. Do you want me to just give it you? Yeah, go on. Iron Mike. Tyson, really? Iron Mike Tyson appears on four separate occasions in the top ten. This is biggest numbers. This is not money earned. This is just the biggest, highest this pay-per-view. This is just the, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So his fight with Lennox Lewis is the fourth uh, most yeah. uh, bought well, at two million. I was going to say that, did two million, yeah. Uh, Evander Part 2 did two million. Evander Part 1 did 1.6 million. Check this out, right? His fight uh, with McNeely. Do you remember this? This is oh, the first the, one. The prison. After this prison. Is the first one out of prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generated 1.6 million buys. Jesus Christ, against a can. Against an absolute nobody. All right, it only generated $63 million in revenue, uh, but it was in 1995 when he came straight out of prison. He'd been incarcerated for three years, hadn't he? And he came straight out. They put it on pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. And it so did 1.6 million buys. Mike Tyson. Wow, that's insane. He's the boy still, man. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. Put Iron Mike on the TV now he'd be generating the buys wouldn't he when you talk about all right that's on pay-per-view buys and that's where we're at at this moment in time yeah um it's not always been the situation pay-per-view can you remember the first ever pay-per-view fight (sighs) this is going to blow your mind this was it an ali fight it was an ali fight however it wasn't total pay-per-view so basically what happened in 1975 the thriller in manila Mm -hmm. um it was on hbo but you had to have a subscription for hbo but they allowed for the first time for people to be able to buy into that subscription for a one-off show right so So like we have sky sports for one day. absolutely so you can buy a particular match now for six quid can't you with sky sports this is the first time that it happened 1975 guess who introduced it guess who was the brainchild behind that the one and only Mr. Don, Don King. King. Of course it was. Game changer. The game changer that what it was. Yeah. It was. 1975. Unbelievable that. Do you know how much they charge for it? I don't know. $5, $10? $10, $10 buy-in, $10. yeah. The first official um, pay-per-view fight, 1981, September, Leonard Hearns. $10 to, to purchase the fight, 155,000 buys. At the time, HBO only had 300,000 subscribers. Wow. So over 50% of its subscribers bought, bought the fight. Bought the fight, yeah. That is absolutely mad, isn't it? Change fight sport. Change sports in general. Well, it did, absolutely. Because it, it's like, okay, not only do we pay a subscription service, but we can pay on top for a pay-per-view service as mm. well. And then, obviously, through the 80s, Mike Tyson comes, probably the first proper pay-per-view star. Every one of his fights over in the States then started to become in uh, pay-per-view. But here in the UK, we didn't really catch on to the pay-per-view thing. No. Until the mid nineties, remember the first one? Was it a domestic or was it international? International. I've mentioned one of the competitors, Lennox, Mike Tyson versus Frank Bruno, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did six hundred sixty? Uh, yeah, six hundred sixty thousand in buys the UK. In the UK alone. Wow, that's phenomenal for the first ever one. And to be fair, that's that held the record uh, until AJ was- Klitschko. Really? Until AJ Klitschko so that, for buys. So that did, you, Tyson Bruno did more than Lennox Tyson in the UK? Because Lennox Tyson was in the States, wasn't it? 
Oh right, okay. So you talking about so the people. This is UK. It. Sorry, this is UK buys only. Yeah. So right, okay. With it being a UK based fight. Because it was on at the right time, people, right time, people, people were more bought into it. To buy, buy it right. People gotcha. bought into it. Six hundred sixty thousand gotcha. buys. For example, Mayweather Pacquiao only did three hundred thousand buys in the UK. Right. Um, because again, it's the time of night. People aren't up in the middle of the night to consume this stuff. But Bruno Tyson, uh, with it being in Cardiff, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, was, yeah, in 1996, yeah. did 660,000 buys. And then obviously with the right time at Wembley between AJ and Klitschko, I think that did over 800,000 buys, which is which is astronomical, isn't it? Um, which fight in the UK has received the most amount of viewers? Now forget pay-per-view because this is where we're at. I want to go on sporting events that has had the most amount of eyes on it, all right? So which okay. fight do you think in the UK has had the most amount of viewers on it? Non-pay-per-view. Non-pay-per-view, so just so free-to-air television. So it had to be an, a free-to-air television fight. Yeah. Was, was it professional or amateur? Professional. Okay. Um, was it ITV boxing? Um, ITV are in the in the top three. I'll get, I'll, I'll get, if you name one of the top three, then you're there or thereabouts, because all of these have got 18 million. Right, okay. So 18.1, 18.3, and 18.6. UK viewers. UK That's viewers. amazing. Is so, it? Uh, is, and you don't is, have to go further back than the 80s. Is Eubank in there? Uh, Eubank is in there, but he's in, the, he's in the 13 million bracket with Nigel Bent. Wow. Okay. So top has got to be Naz. No, Naz was always on Naz is in the, wasn't he? Naz is in the 13s, 14s, and 15 million on when he was on ITV, when he was fighting on ITV cards. Okay. I'll cut, I'll cut it out. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for you now, right? Yeah, yeah, go on. So the top boy... Frank Bruno versus Joe Bugner. Mental. 18 million. Um, slightly underneath him, Barry McGuigan on oh, two separate occasions uh, when he fought Eusebio and when he fought Pedroza. Um, one of those was at Loftus Road, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. One in 1985, one in 1986. Both grossed 18 million viewers on ITV. Unbelievable. That is out- unreal, isn't it? Absolutely unreal. Uh, the most viewed fight of all time, Ali Frazier, 1971, on free-to-air TV. In the UK? Uh, worldwide, this oh, is. Right. Just shy of 30 million. Just shy of 30 million people watching that particular fight. It is absolutely scary. scary. And then when you compare it to the rest of sporting events, because I think uh, fight sports, wrestling, your your boxing and your UFC, that is Uh, where the majority of the pay-per-view business is done. You don't get pay-per-view Yeah, that's their business model, isn't it, is pay-per-view. Imagine if football was pay-per-view, though. Like Like, the World Cup. Yeah, imagine World Cup was pay-per-view. Imagine if the World Cup was a pay-per-view event. Would people buy into it to the types of numbers that we're talking now with Mayweather... Uh, and the way that he goes about his business. For example, Mayweather Pacquiao doing 4.4, 4.6, whatever the discrepancy is. Mm-hmm. Would pe- would 4.4 million people buy the World Cup final, do you think? Mm, interesting. At $100 a time? Yeah. It, it, no, I don't think they would. I don't think they would. But then again, it just depends who's in the final, doesn't it? Depends how the yeah. tournament's gone so far. If America's in the final, they buy it, I think. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because, they, you know, they're mental. <laughs> um, but wow. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm. So what does the Super Bowl do? The right. Super, is the Super Bowl pay-per-view? No, it's not. Check this out. Are you ready for this? All right. So I've just done a little bit of a, a, a look at some of the, um, the the events worldwide that that received the most amounts of okay. viewing figures. So is this like World Cup, Olympic Games, yeah. Super Bowl, so, FA Cup final? So the NBA finals. Yeah. Right? Um, Bear in mind, there's seven of them or whatever Yeah, that's a, that's a, a, a seven-game series. Game number seven of the 2016 series, 29 million viewers. Believe That's crazy, isn't it? Um, Tour de France... Bear in mind that 15 million people go to watch this in, in person. They, yeah, they yeah. line the streets. So 15 million people over the, yeah. what's it, three or four weeks go yeah. out there. 
worldwide, it goes to 190 countries. It's free in every single country. And therefore, they have viewing figures of 3.5 billion over that period of time. That's not a one-off event. It's over four weeks. Okay. But is that actual viewers or is that available in homes? That's actual viewers. That's actual people 3. watching 5 it. 3.5 billion, they estimate 3.5 billion people actually view that's that. That's not it's available to 3.5 no, billion over one point, uh, over 190 countries. Jesus Christ, that's unbelievable. That is crazy. And which, the most juiced up sport that is. <laughs> and which do you reckon um, the Wimbledon final gets? Now, is that free around the world? Free, so free TV, around the it? world, available in 200 countries. Wow. They, that can't do like a billion. It does exactly a billion. A billion people watch a Wimbledon billion. final. Is that the most successful tennis final? I know we say it is, but yeah, it we're is. British. So yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. That's wow. the that's the main one in the world of tennis. Now, Super Bowl, you mentioned a little earlier on. Um, Super Bowl, obviously, it's a predominantly American sport, so therefore mm-hmm. the time of day that it's on as well, it's predominantly American. So to watch it live, I mean, we know how much um, real estate value there is when it comes to advertising in uh, yeah. in the Super Bowl. I think it's $18 million that it generates yeah. over the period of time that it's actually on the television. Well, even even now, the first thing I do, because I always still for the Super Bowl, it's always my birthday weekend, so I always like push myself to stay up and never make it past the halftime show. But then the next morning, first thing I do is go on YouTube to look at the Super Bowl adverts because they spend so much money on the adverts. <laughs> well, live uh, in America, this is just alone 111.3 million viewers. Oh my goodness! So compared to the NBA final, it's not exactly. even a contest. Is exactly. It? So the NBA finals that uh, gets a quarter of what the Super Bowl is getting. Wow, that is absolutely mental, isn't it? Um, Champions League final worldwide. Oh, that's got to be billions, surely. It's not billions. It's less than Wimbledon. No, because way. it's available in less countries. Wow. That is insane. What's it doing then? 700, 800,000? It's doing 400 million. Is that all? <laughs> is that all? I'd still take 400 million. That's still decent. Yeah, but that's less than half of Wimbledon. Yeah, I know. Listen, I, that Wimbledon stat, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to raise a little red flag with that. A billion people don't watch Wimbledon, no fucking chance. Did you? No one they cares. Do. It's available to a billion people. No billion people ain't around the world ain't watching Wimbledon, Ryan. All, right. all right, then. Let's move on to highest earning athletes then. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, who's the highest earning athlete? Last year. Oh, so it wasn't Floyd then? No. Uh, because he was retired, obviously. So it was... Um, the, uh, what's his name? The King, isn't it? LeBron? Got to be LeBron. LeBron's number two at $86 million. Number one, including endorsement and wages, Cristiano Ronaldo at $93 million. Messi yeah. comes in at $80 million in third place. Big Rog, Roger Federer is up there at number yeah, four. Yeah. 64 million with endorsements. And then basketballer Kevin Durant comes in at 60 million. Just to give you a bit of context, you like to your Rory McElroy's 50 million. He's a bit down the list. He's in the top 10, but he's down the list. As is Lewis Hamilton. I think he comes in at 10. Didn't Connor appear on this Forbes list for the first time last year? Not in the top 10. So that's 46 million for uh, Lewis Hamilton. I think Connor grossed just over 20 million last year, didn't he? So he's yeah, a little yeah. bit further down the list. Yeah. That is mental. Floyd, by the way, has topped that list in 2012, 2014, and 2015. So when you compare the A side and the B side, yeah. you would have to go Floyd Mayweather, mainly based on experience, wouldn't you? Well, He's I, been here many, many times. I was looking at the Forbes, the Forbes' is, uh, you know, estimated earnings, and they, they've got Floyd at a career earnings of $700 million. So this fight could take him to a billion. So this fight was, could do, could take, they reckon this fight he's going to earn, what, 225, 250, maybe more? Um, so this could take What's him within touch and distance of a billion. Like, what's 25 mil between friends, Yeah, eh? exactly, yeah. 
Uh, where they had Connor's career earnings estimated at around 34 million on Forbes. But I would question that now, though, because during the build-up to this fight, Connor actually said, "I quadruple my worth with this fight." He actually used that word more than once. I am quadrupling my worth. Okay. So if if the estimate of around seventy five million is correct, then so he's currently on twenty five million. That would put Connor. Well, he's quadrupling it, isn't he? So that's four. So he's times in his worth by four. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, no, no, it's less than that. So like eighteen million then, isn't it? Okay. Places right. him a bit less than that. Um, yeah, but even so, eighteen oh, mil, I'd still have that. No, no, what, of course, it ain't knocking it. But ah, uh, he got eighteen mil. What's the matter with him? In man? terms of finances, obviously, we're talking about completely chalk and cheese. In, in a fina- from a financial perspective, this fight is similar to a boxing perspective. You have got one guy who is basically the best of this generation, changed the game done more than anyone, and you've got the young lion coming through that is doing amazing things. Mm. But at the moment, can't carry a torch with this guy. He really can't. But that's the beauty of live sport and especially fight sport because it only takes one thing to happen for mm. everything to turn on its head. Now, I know the noises coming out of Mayweather camp this past week have been all about, uh, they've been giving Connor all this respect and talking him up and everything else. But listen, as it gets closer, you're swaying, aren't you? I know you are. You're Our predictions swaying. are coming next week. <laughs> I am saying absolutely nothing. I have two scenarios going around my head at this moment in time. I'll, I'll say this now, right? Just to tease into next week. Both scenarios that are in my head do not go the distance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't. There's no way I can see it going the distance. Okay, no right. Way. Let's leave it at that. That's for mm-hmm. part six. We'll get into that next week. What do you reckon the most viewed thing ever on television was? Sports, this is. Just it's, in general. You know, it's not like the Royal Wedding or anything like that. No, just that, in no. general. What's the, you can have stuff like that in it, yeah. Oh, is it the moon landing or something? Moon landing, something 19, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1969, 530 million people watched that live. Well, live from Universal Studios in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon uh, in the UK, excluding sports and news, what do you reckon the most viewed thing was? Got to be the Royal Wedding. No, mate. Uh, Queen's Speech? No. EastEnders, Den... Get a fuck. Listen to this. EastEnders, Den serves Angie with divorce papers. 30 million people watched it on Christmas Day in 1986. Unbelievable. Shit the bed. That's one in every two watched it. it shows how fucking sad this country is that mm. we, we wait we, we'd rather watch on Christmas Day someone saving someone with divorce papers than, the, than our own Queen's speech says Re- regarding um, I'll, I'll let you include now news and sport mm-hmm. uh, for the most viewed things in the UK special one-off events the 1966 World Cup final yeah Th- 32.3 million people watched that uh, just shy of that was Diana's funeral yeah 32 million in 1997 uh, the most viewed uh, thing on TV this year so far was the One Love Manchester concert. 11.6 million people watched that. Wow. And there you go. Amazing. That's where we're at. So that What kind- did Love Island do? <laughs> that will be do some big numbers, mate. <laughs> that gets me thinking about how pay-per-view is affecting fight sports. Yeah. So we go back to the 19... I know that the game has changed and therefore we want our athletes to get paid. Of course we do. And we want them to be recompensed for their fantastic talents. However... Does elite athletes at the top end of the game getting paid uh, harm, hinder people becoming fans of fight sports down the chain? Because not everybody is parting with your 20 quid in the UK, $100 over in the States. Not Mm -hmm. everybody's parting with that in order to be able to see these elite athletes do their thing. So we go back to the 70s. 1971 is what I've just said there, the most viewed fight of all time between Ali and Frazier. Yeah. Nearly 30 million people. We know the star that 
uh, Ali became off the back of all these eyes on his fights. Mm-hmm. You then go to the mid-80s when you're talking about the Benz, your Eubanks, your Barry yeah, McGuigans, yeah. your Frank Brunos. Look how big their star is because they were on free-to-air TV. Yeah. Now you've got a situation where the big stars aren't on free-to-air TV, are they? No. Anthony Joshua's probably the biggest star that we've got here in the UK when it comes to boxing. He's on pay-per-view and he's doing numbers between 600 and 800,000 at this moment in time. Yeah. Can you see him getting to the same types of levels that we've just been speaking about without it being on free-to-air? Um, obviously not, no, because not many, that, you're never going to get that many people willing to, to, to spend money to watch an event. If it's free, you're like, you know, you touched on it then. McGuigan's got these incredible numbers in terms of, of the amount of eyeballs that would tune in for his fights. Yet he won't have earned his entire career what Anthony Joshua earned for the Klitschko fight alone. Mm. Uh, that the, the model of sport, live sport, has certainly changed. The pay-per-view model, as we can see there, started in the 70s, built momentum in the 80s, and now it's it, it's got to be used right. Especially in America, as we know, we've talked about it on this show a lot before, that boxing pay-per-view in America is really struggling at the moment. Hence the reason why most of these fights, including a big fight this weekend, Terence Crawford, one of the best on the planet, is, uh, is fighting on ESPN and Pacquiao's on ESPN and everything else. So... The model has had to change for the market. The, the, people haven't got the finances to spend anymore. But for a big star like Anthony Joshua or for Conor McGregor or for, you know, we wouldn't be watching Floyd Mayweather fight. He would never have got to 49-0 and 0 if it wasn't for pay-per-view because he, he wouldn't have fought to make 10 million quid or 5 million quid in front of 30 million eyeballs. It just wouldn't... It, the, the model of boxing fight sports doesn't work that way. The UFC, mm. have they've built an entire business on this pay-per-view model. If, it, if they could... I'm sure they will put every fight on Fox for free to get more people to view it. Mm. But the amount of revenue they can make from advertising and everything else doesn't compare even close to what they'll make in pay-per-view dollars when they put big events on pay-per-view. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where we are. That, that is the model. That's how it works. And that's the only way we get these guys to fight. Regarding uh, the comparisons of boxing and UFC, because this is these two worlds have come clashing together for this yeah, one-off but it's event. not a competition. You know, people no, no, no. say it's boxing versus MMA. No, I'm, I'm bullshit. No, I'm gonna because com- this is not MMA. This is boxing. Of course it is. I'm just going to compare the the viewing figures of UFC compared to UFC yeah. uh, so boxing uh, viewing figures. Because let's be honest, the audiences from both of those are coming together for this. Yeah. Yes, it might not be the, the actual, the combat might not be boxing versus UFC, but there is UFC fans and boxing fans coming Come together. together. We're, we're a little bit of an anomaly, as I've found out since this fight was being made there's not a lot of crossover there's some that crossover of course there is and some that listen to this podcast fight disciples uh like boxing like ufc equally but what you've normally got is you're either a boxing fan and ufc you've got an opinion on or you're a ufc fan and mm, you've got an opinion on boxing Mm -hmm. you're either in one or the other camp so i just wanted to compare the way that people are consuming ufc consuming boxing um in comparisons of numbers so for the last 15 years ufc really got going with pay-per-view in 2002, yep. right? That's when it really got going. So now we're in 2017. So it's a kind of a nice round number of the last 15 years. How many times over the last 15 years, uh, year on year, as the UFC, as, as the main event in the UFC out, better. outsold the main event in boxing? These are, by the way... In the last, what, 10 years? 20, the, 20 years? 15 in years? In the last 15 years. So basically, this is based on American pay-per-view buys yeah. because that's where the predominant audience is for the UFC. Okay, so Lesnar, Lesnar versus Frank Mir, that was a big year. Okay, so that's 2009. I can tell you in the same year Pacquiao cut off. Okay. I'm st- oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
well, you're still going Les- with it? Yeah, Lesnar Mia did good numbers, you know. Lesnar Mia did 1.6 million buys. Pacquiao Cotto did 1.2 million Woo! buys. So there you go. So that in 2009, but that wasn't the first time. Uh, the UFC at UFC 66 in 2006. Chucky, Chucky, Chucky Liddell and Tito. Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz 2, did just over a million buys. In the same year, uh, Oscar De La Hoya uh, fought Mayorga, and it did just shy of a million buys. So that's the first time ever that the UFC pit boxing right. in that world. Um, it's done it on one other occasion since. That was, um, I know this one, because Mayweather did the fight, did he? And Connor fought, uh, Connor fought Diaz too. That was, that was the biggest There you fight go. So year. 2016, McGregor fought Diaz in the second fight. And the first fight as well, but the second fight did more. 1.6 million buys. Uh, and the highest in boxing that year? No Mayweather, so it must have been a Canelo fight, maybe? Against Amir Khan, and it only did 600,000 buys. See what I mean? Without Mayweather, mm. where's boxing's pay-per-view? Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, what did what did um, Canelo, this, is that the, what's the biggest one this year then? So far? Canelo. Yeah. Canelo and Chavez. Junior, that's yeah. the biggest one this year. It did exactly a million buys. Oh, I don't think any UFC events come close to that. Do you know what the highest UFC year. event is so far this year? Uh, that, that Holly Holm shit show at the beginning of the year, maybe? UFC 209. John Jones, what did John Jones just do? It's not on this list that I've got here. So right. it, it, uh, the official breakout at this moment in time is UFC 209, Woodley Thompson 2. Fair enough, the anticipation of the second fight probably uh, boosted those buys. Only did 300,000 buys, though. Right, yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. There you go. So on, in the last 15 years, the UFC has beaten boxing on three separate occasions. Since 2012, well, in fact, I can go even further back than this if you want. 2007, Mayweather appears as the top pay-per-view earner on one, two, three, four, five, six... Who's this? Appear, uh, appearances in the last... Since 2007. Right. Uh, Mayweather. And bear in mind... He's been retired for four of those years. <laughs> yes, Jesus. <laughs> he retired after 2009 when he beat uh, Ricky Atten, and then he retired again um, last time out as well, didn't he? After, uh, oh, yeah, Jones, Jones Cormier, UFC 214, which was just uh, just a few weeks ago. That is the biggest this year. That did 860,000. Still by, shy of Alvarez. Still shy of Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so that's where we're at at this moment in time. The biggest pe- uh, boxing pay-per-view stars are uh, Floyd Mayweather, as I just pointed out there. He's appeared on six separate occasions at the top of the tree, but as has Oscar De La Hoya. There you go. Mm-hmm. We need another, another pay-per-view well, star. Oscar really, was the man, wasn't he? Oscar was the pay-per-view star, and it was only when Mayweather beat Oscar that uh, that the, 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 you know, the, the torch was passed over, you know, and that's, when, that's literally when Mayweather became the A-side, that actually specific fight so I think what we're getting here though is we're getting <clears throat> and I understand where Connor's saying there's two A-sides because what did what did Mayweather do in his last fight against Andre Berto 400,000 that's what I mean you know it, it, he needs the right dance partner Conor McGregor mm. generates big numbers just because he's Conor McGregor I mm. would argue which is why I'm thinking as much as the hardcore fans I ain't buying it I ain't buying it I ain't, I ain't wasting my money mm. you know I don't want to be I told you so Yet when it gets close to the event, I think they're going to be so bought in on it. And especially now, certainly in the UK as well, it, it helps that Sky Sports are taking the fight. 
I'm glad Massive. Sky Sports are getting it because there's no bigger platform for sports in the UK than Sky Sports. So, you know, I, I love what they're doing at BT Sport. Obviously, I, I love what Frank does with Box Nation and everything else. May, um, great competition. They're getting there. They're getting stronger every year. But right now, Sky Sports remains the king. And uh, that's why with the Sky Sports, now it's on Sky Sports News all the time. They're at, they were at the press conferences or the open workouts, sorry, over the weekend. That momentum is starting to build. Now, they've got, obviously, good mate of mine, Dan Hardy, and now as their analyst. And listen, we both agree. There's no better one in the, in, in, in the business than Dan, certainly in terms of MMA. And you know, I think a lot of these MMA commentators like Dan as well, analysts. L- listen, if you're a boxing fan, if you're not even into UFC, just tune into Dan Hardy building up this fight. And, and his knowledge is unreal. Whether you agree with him or not, he will pick stuff out that you will never have seen or, or even thought of before. And that's why he's such a good analyst. And that's why in this fight... Having him on the couch is going to make give a perfect balance because he will Needs see. It. He Needs will that balance, see. It? Yeah, yeah. But he will see things that Connor can do. Mm. Um, the gap is closing. Is what we're trying to basically say between the UFC and um, and boxing, mainly because the the pay per view stars in boxing just aren't there at this moment in time. So over the last, so this decade alone, each boxing and UFC have uh, produced eleven pay per view shows that have grossed over a million buys each. Interesting stat on that is that in 2016, five of the 11 in the world of UFC happened in that particular year, three of which were all Conor McGregor. None happened in 2016 for boxing, mainly because Floyd Mayweather was retired. Yeah, Interesting yeah, point course. that we'd like to make mm-hmm. on that. And this is a thing that Conor's been talking about quite a lot in the, in the build-up, the age difference. You've got Floyd in his 40s now, and obviously he's the pay-per-view king, but Conor's only a young pup in his eyes, 27, 28, 29 years of age. He's only just started his career, and he's doing stuff now at that age, that he's saying that Floyd didn't do back then. Yeah, He was saying that you're on an Oscar De La Hoya undercard. You might have heard this quite a lot. So I just want to compare the first three pay-per-view shows that both men were involved in, right? Okay. So Floyd Mayweather's first ever pay-per-view show was against Arturo Gatti. It did 340,000 buys and in attendance in the arena, just over 12,500 people. Okay. The first one that Flo- uh, Connor was involved Chad with Mendes. was Chad Mendes. It did 825,000 wow. buys. 16,000 people turned up to watch that particular fight, 1-0 to Connor. Then you've got, all right, These are, we're talking about different times. Yeah, yeah. Okay, course. but I just like the comparison anyway. Uh, Zab Judah was second up for uh, for Floyd, mm-hmm. 375,000 buys. Uh, oh. buys. So it is growing. Connor's going to destroy this. with his, Was it Aldo next? Jose Aldo at 1.2 million was yeah. next up. Um, Carlos Baldemir was next for Floyd, 325,000. So he actually lost off the Jab, uh, uh, Zab Judah fight, which was a bizarre fight. So no, no, no doubts on that. Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz then went up to 1.6 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya was his fourth for Floyd. Well, and this is the game changer. Two and a half million, was it? 2.4 million. Um, and then Nate Diaz comes in at 1.6. The trend is, is that Connor is rising on his own. Yeah. Yeah, without the right, you know, because if without that anomaly, well, it's not De La Hoya being the, Floyd had to fight the best pound for pound uh, pay-per-view draw in boxing to get to where he needed to be to blow his numbers up. Connor's, as you've just pointed out then, built it all on his own. Again, this is a different market. I know it's easy to go, oh, you know. Listen, you know that I'm waiting it towards Connor. You know I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Them numbers, obviously... Don't read great in terms of, of, of where we are or where certainly where Floyd began. 
but look at Floyd where he is. Look at the last four and, and compare them, and there's no comparison again. And, Floyd, the, and the key stat you Floyd said blows him out the water. Well, look so. at the key stat you said right at the start of this. This is a man that genuinely, if this goes well in this fight, could be the first billion dollar athlete. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, and, and the way things are looking, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at all if this if this did become the first billion dollar fight. If you look at the full aftermath of the Pacquiao fight, it grossed up, you know, somewhere around nine hundred million. This is why we're talking about this being the first billion dollar fight. And uh, as we're getting closer, you know, the stories are coming out, the narratives, it's all building up. We've got less than two weeks to go now. And it's just gonna be absolutely an insane last two weeks. Just I'm 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 kind of Every morning now, you, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm straight on my phone because I need to know what's coming out of that camp now. <laughs> what, what, what stories are coming out next? This gloves thing is ridiculous. Mm. I've never known so much nonsense to go on about two ounces. Mm. It's just insane. More on this uh, in our general episodes throughout the course of the week on fightdisciples.com. Next week, it is our final part of this six-part series that we produced for you. Thank you so much for all the kind comments so far. I hope you're enjoying it. Next week you're probably going to scream at us because we're going to make our predictions as well as other people in the fight game, professional fighters, trainers. You'll hear from all them, their thoughts on what is coming your way on August 26th. And myself and Nick will give you a definitive answer. There'll be no sitting on the fence. No. Nope. We will tell you exactly what we genuinely believe will happen. Yeah. Round, finish, punch, move. Absolutely. And therefore, you will be able to hold that against us the week after, of which I've no doubt you will. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to this series uh, you'll get part six next monday it's all available on fightdisciples.com thank you for listening if you like what you heard subscribe via itunes